If you found yourself standing up in your living room, you can grab a seat if you want. That's cool. Thank you for joining us today. Super pumped for this new series that you're joining us, that all these people are here. I feel like um, every time I preach to a live audience, I feel like there's handpicked some of Darren's favorites. You know, it's like, oh, this is so good. And then I realized that you're, everyone's my favorite and I just love people. And uh, that's how it works. So, um, but yeah, new series, Vision Month was last month. And we, we're like, we're locking into something new today. So, um, but I want to tell you a story. I love how Pastor Nate tells all his boating stories and stuff like that. I don't have a boating story really today. This is not even about water. Uh, but what, what happened a couple of months ago was that, uh, you know, we get, we're going to bed. It's like, you know, 10.30 at night. All the kids, are, well, some of the kids are asleep. And because uh, that's what happens when you have teenagers, they, they outlast you at night. And so, you know, and, and I just, I got ready for bed and I just went to sit on the edge of the bed. And the whole middle of the bed just, just completely collapsed. And, 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 and Becky's lying in bed and she kind of like rolls into the middle a little bit. And we're like, <laughs> mm, what just happened? That's great. What had happened was that I'd been painting the skirting boards in the, in the bedroom ready for new carpet to go down. And because, you know, uh, all my teenage boys are always away at the beach and doing things with friends, I had to move the bed myself, you know. And so moving the bed backwards and forwards a few times, all the struts in the middle of the bed, they all snapped, right? So here, here's me just coming down, sit on the edge of the bed, bronk. I'm like, okay, we've got to buy a new bed. That's all right. That's okay. No worries. All good. So, you know, we moved the mattress to the floor. But, you know, it's super uncomfortable. Have you ever slept on a mattress on the floor? It's a long way down. The older you are, the further down that is. Right? And then it's such a long way up. Every morning I'm like, okay. Well, all right, here we go again. You know, it's a long way up. It's uncomfortable. It's all like a bit hot and stuffy. It's a bit awkward, you know. And the new bed took, you know, they said, uh, you know, two weeks before the bed arrives. We're like, yeah, that's great. Six weeks later, I'm picking up the bed. And I'm like, my back is starting to hurt. And I'm like, oh, stupid, stupid bed frame, you know. Uh, but then the new bed came. And I got a chance to set it up. And it's nice. And it's got this sturdy wooden frame and it looks sweet. I'm like, this is so good. This is so good. It's like it's a, bit, it's a little bit higher than the other one. So you kind of feel like you're getting down out of bed. And you're like, oh, this is cool. You know, that's good for my old age or whatever. You know, there's like heaps of space underneath. It's super functional. I'm like, this is the best. This is so good. It looks amazing. Unreal. And I'm getting a good night's sleep again. The back's starting to get, get sorted out. I'm like, mm, good choice. Good choice. And I was thinking about this, right? I was thinking about, this is kind of what it feels like God is doing right now. In the world around us, He's allowing some stuff to break so that He can introduce the new. And there's this, there's this period of, of where God's allowing things to break and then there's the new that God wants us to build with Him but then in the middle, it's like it's a bit awkward. It's a bit like, you know, your back's a bit, mm, you know, it's a bit stuffy. It's like, ah, oh, it's just, this is, this is not fun. You know, it's a bit hard to get up. It's a bit uncomfortable. The space in the middle, it's a bit uncomfortable. Mm. You know, maybe this is the first time you tuned in for a few weeks because the space is uncomfortable. You know, 
It's not ideal. That something broke and now it's disrupted the norm. And we have to find it. We're kind of trying to find a new norm, but it's not normal. It's like, "Mm." but then the new arrives and and we build it with God and it's, and and it looks good and it's, and it's super functional because this is, this isn't the first time God's doing something new. He's done so many new things. And, and, he, and he partners with us to build the new thing. And it's like, whoa, this is a bit higher than the old one. Check it out. Check it out. This, is, this looks good. It's, it's working. That's awesome. It's a bit stronger than before. The glory of the present house is greater than the glory of the former house. God's doing something new. He's doing something new in the world. He's doing something new in the church. He's doing something new in you. He's doing something new in me. He's allowing the discomfort. Isn't that, isn't that, it's uncomfortable though. It's like, mm, come on, like, let's move on. Let's move on now because I'm, 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 I'm over the discomfort phase. <laughs> Can we move into the next one? You know what I mean? Is anyone with me? Right, right, good, right. But he's allowing it because some stuff needs to break. Some stuff has to stop before the new stuff can start. And sometimes there's a gap, an awkward gap. I mean, we've announced some big changes just in our church over the last few weeks, some big stuff. I'll speak into that in a minute. But here's the deal. God doesn't lead you back into the old day. He's not, look, see, for I'm doing an old thing. That's not what it says in Isaiah 43. It's not, do not perceive it. Now it springs up, the old is back. That's not what God says, right? You and I need to get a healthy dissatisfaction with what was. And I'm sorry, this is going to hurt because it hurt when God told me. We need to stop romanticizing the old. Because God's like, look forwards. Don't look back. The old is in the past, right? God's not leading us on a nice, beautiful journey into the old thing. He's doing a new thing. Uh, but, but new doesn't mean refurbished, right? New doesn't mean the old polished up looks a bit better. You know, you don't, you don't go to the car yard and trade your old, you know, Toyota Corolla in and then they roll out your new car and it's your old car with a different badge. That's not how it works. You'd be so annoyed. You'd be like, that's, that's my car. That's the car I just traded in. And they're like, no, it isn't. And you're like, that's, that's the same car. That's the scratch I did at Coles the other day. You know? And they're like, no, it isn't. Right? That's not how it works. But here's the deal. We say to God, God, bring on the breakthrough. Bring on the new. Bring on the stuff that you're going to do in my life. And then when it turns out, we go, I'm sorry, I didn't order that. That's not what I ordered, God. And actually what we want is we want the old that's just a bit nicer. It's just a bit more comfortable. It's just a bit better. I just want the old God, but just a little bit better than what what it was. I'm going to read a passage out of Joshua. This is our our series scripture. I'm going to read from Joshua chapter 3, verses 1 
to five and Moses is gone. Joshua has been installed as the new leader. And this is the moment for Israel that they are about to step into the promised land. They've been wandering in the desert for 40 years. The whole older generation has died off. They've been in the desert for 40 years. And now God says, all right, we're stepping into the new. Follow me into the new is what he's saying. So uh, chapter three, verse one, it's also going to be on your screen. And it says, early in the morning, Joshua and all the Israelites set out from Shittim. Uh, and that's what they left all their crap behind. That's what happened there. And, uh, and, and, and they went to the Jordan where they camped. Sorry, I had to, Pastor Keith. Uh, where they camped before crossing over. And after three days, the officers went through out the camp, giving orders to the people. And when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the Levitical priests carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. Then you'll know which way to go since you have never been this way before. But keep a distance of about 2,000 cubits between you and the ark. Do not go near it. Joshua told the people, verse 5, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Can we just pray? Let's do it. God, we want to, I just pray that you would help us to follow you into the new that you'd give us courage, you would help us to submit our fear, and that boldly we would walk with you to establish the new that you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Brand new series today, we call, it's called Follow, and you'll notice in the scripture here, it says that they're, they're told to follow the ark of the Lord right? Follow the presence of God into the promised land, all right? The land that had been promised to them, the land that they were waiting for, the land of milk and honey, the good stuff, their inheritance. They're like, come on, we're going in. We're, we're going in. That's it. They can see it across the river. Whoa, that's it. That's what, that's going to be ours. That's ours. How good is this? Awesome. No way, no way. But the question for us is how do we move into the new? How do we move with God into what he's doing and not get stuck in, in the old? How do we follow God? Three points today. If you're writing notes, write these down. I'm going to give them all to you straight up and then we're going to unpack them, all right? Number one, trust first. Number two, move out. Number three, expect great things. Let's talk about number one, trust first. Uh, super interesting how the people of now I think Pastor Keith and Pastor Nate brought this up uh, earlier in the in like in the vision series, but they were there for three days. It's like we're going to go into the promised land, but just before we do, we're going to pause. We're just going to sit. We're just going to we're going to deal with stuff. We're going to think about what we're thinking about. We're going to process our fear. And I'm gonna, it's almost like God says, I'm giving you an opportunity to trust me. Yeah. Because last time we were going to go into the promised land, you didn't. Last time you got super scared. And it's like he's saying, I'm just going to give you a few days to pause and consider what's about to happen. They're used to being wanderers and now they need to just step up and become warriors. Right? You've... 
I love it. You've never been this way before. Whoa, it's like a whole new thing. You've never, God's, God's saying to you, you've never been this way before. You've never been this way before. This is, a, this is a faith step. This is a faith economy that we're in, right? I mean, let's, let, let's talk about the, the vision announcement, all right? Some of the stuff that we, we released, right? The, the decision to, to bring our campuses together, it wasn't an easy one. It's a, it's a huge step of faith. There's, a, there's so many conversations, a few arguments, Pastor Nate, you know, like, you know, a few arguments between Beck and I, well, this is what we should do, blah, blah, blah. And there were so many iterations, so much of a journey. God spoke. God kept revealing. We were praying. We were listening. We were, we were searching Scripture. God, what are you saying to us? What is the new that you're doing right now? And eventually we found ourselves in a place of agreement and a place of unity. Yeah. And it was a hard decision. One of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make in my life because it, 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 it's about the future. Wow. But you know what? I knew this is what God is saying. I knew this is what God is doing, right? This is where we are to go, right? We just read the Levitical priests are going to be carrying the ark. Follow it. Yeah, yeah. So the, the Levitical priests are hearing from God saying, that's where we're going first. And everyone else is like, cool, follow, follow the ark. That's where we're going. I don't, I don't, we don't know all the details. We don't know everything. We don't know how it's all going to pan out. But we know that God's in it. We know that this is a God thing, right? And, and you know what I've realized is that just because, uh, just because I'm a little scared or just because I'm a little sad or some days a lot sad, that's okay. It, it doesn't mean that it's wrong. And this is a kind of how you can feel about the new thing that God's doing. You might feel sad that something broke or that God had to take something away, but it doesn't make it wrong. The kingdom of God's not just about how much you know or how much you feel, it's about how much you believe. Like, let's be honest, the world's a bit scary right now. We don't know how it's going to pan out. Like, what's the new world order going to be? How's it all going to... What's, what, how, when all the dust settles, what's the world going to look like? Like, and, you know, what's, what's church going to look like? All this stuff. How's it going to pan out? And I noticed that after the declaration of, of, see, I'm doing a new thing in Isaiah 43, you know what it says? It says, I'm making a way in the wasteland and a stream in the desert. So he's making a way and there's water. There's a way and there's water. There's sustenance, there's life, there's the river of God and there's a path for us to follow. We're not like just soloing it out there. (laughs) Hope this is all right. No, no, no. God's like, I already made the path. I'm providing everything that you need. We're just going to keep, you know, walking with the Spirit, walking with each other, and walking on the path that God planned for us. That's it. Like, like whatever you need to trust God for, you need to give it to Him right now. Your, your job, your family, your finance, church, whatever you need to trust Him for right now. The world... The craziness. We thought it would be over in April. 
We were like, yeah, this is temporary. Nope. So much has shifted, right? And sometimes you just need to keep going back to the Father and saying, I trust you. Or just say, I'm trying to trust you. And then after a while, the trust builds up and you find your soul in a place of rest. And it's good. He has a way and he has the water to sustain us. And it's not like we don't know him. Like we know him. We know his character. He's a good father. He's not some shady, schizophrenic, you know, whacked out deity on the corner. He's a good father. And he loves us. Trust first. And then to follow him into the new, we need then to move out. Number two, move out. Verse three says, uh, when you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the Levitical priest carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. I love that. Move from your positions. Like pack your things because we're going in, everyone. Pack your stuff. We're going in together. This is what's happening. You know, God's got plans. We're not staying here. Don't get comfortable. Don't get stuck. Right? Don't stay where you are. Right? What does the Bible say? Don't give up the habit of meeting together. Now, we've been together online. It's kind of together. It's kind of not together. It's an awkward together. It's like, it's like chatting on the side window. It's not quite the same as the high five and the face to face. So don't miss out from next Sunday fortnightly, right? Register your tickets so we can get back into the habit of meeting together because we've got to restore the habit. We, we, we've got new habits now. New habits are turning on the TV and sitting back. Now it's time to get the kids ready a little earlier because we're going to church, everyone, right? We're going to the house, to the gathered people, right? Let's get back into the habit, right? Move out. Move out from your positions. Uh, you might have got stuck in some bad things over the last six months. Just, just move on. Just move on from that. Don't stay there. Life's been tough lately. Yeah, okay. Move on. Keep going. Get out of that. Get into the new. Open your Bible again. Pray again. Turn to him again, yeah. right? Turn up to your V group again. Really important to be in community with each other, however we can. Move out from your positions. So many different ways to see this, you know? Physically for Northwest people, we're moving in with Central. We're moving in together, right? There's a moving from the old into the new. There's a moving for each person into what God is doing in your heart, in your life, right? Move from your positions. Uh, and, and this one... Particularly, like, what have you established as your position in your head about some things? Because maybe that's the barrier that needs to be broken for you to step into the new. Maybe, uh, maybe it's about God. Maybe COVID has changed how you see God and you've established a new position in your mind about God based on circumstance, not based on truth. You need to move out from your positions. Maybe some of those positions that you've established in your mind are a little bit unhelpful. Maybe they lack faith. Maybe they're all about me and not about us. 
I mean, that's, that's, that's part of the, the byproduct of us being so apart is that we're not having all these conversations that are just us anymore. Iron can't sharpen iron unless, it's, unless the iron is hitting each other, right? Wow. We, don't, we don't hit each other, but some of our conversations kind of take off the edge. Yeah. And we're kind of thinking a bit more solo than a bit more us. We've got to shift. We've got to move out from our positions. What kind of thinking is holding you back? Because here's the deal. You can't follow God if you're staying where you are. <laughs> You, you can't have both, yep. you know, you can't have both. You, and, and, and you've got to realize it's possible to miss the new thing. Yep. Isaiah 43, what is it like, 19 or so, and it says, see, do you not perceive it? I'm doing a new thing. Why do you have to see and perceive it? Because if you don't, you might miss it. It's possible to miss the new thing that God has for you and for your family. It's possible to miss it. Don't get stuck in the old. And simply, we just need to keep following the ark. Keep following the Lord. Keep following God and following Jesus. Not just paying homage to Him. Not just tithing, right? Not just all of the religious acts that we do, but follow Jesus. Don't just say that you love him and then do your own thing, right? Follow him. And that means we've got to get ready to move out. Get ready to move out. Lastly, expect great things, number three. Love, I love this, verse five. Joshua told the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. And I love how unspecific this is. It's so unspecific. Yeah. It's like God's going to do amazing things just among you. Oh, it's like Joshua is so filled with hope. He's like, God, he, he's like, I've got so much hope about the future. We're, gonna, we're stepping in to the new thing. Oh my goodness. It's, God's going to do amazing things among you. It's going to be so great. I can imagine him and the people are going, is he, what's, what has he been drinking today? But it's about what God is about to do. He's about to do something. Joshua is anticipating the amazing and I love that about him. I mean, already God has spoken to Joshua, you know, directly and said to him in, in chapter one, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you, right? Uh, you're going to lead these people to inherit the land that I promised to their forefathers to give them. God's already said that to him. So Joshua's like, I've heard from God. This is where we're going. Follow the ark because God's going to do some good stuff. And we're going to get that in our soul and in our spirit that even in the midst of a global pandemic, God is not falling off the throne. God is still moving. He's still moving. You, you and I, we're going to start to dwell on that. You know, we just sung that even when I can't see it, you're moving, you're working. You might, you might not be able to see it, but that doesn't mean He's not doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. It doesn't mean He's not dropping revelation into your kids' hearts. It doesn't mean He's not transforming us from the inside out. Because the pause is sometimes powerful for the future right? 2020 has been a super tough year for everybody. And then we've had to deal with the normal stuff that you've got to deal with, right? You're still going to balance your budget and deal with your sickness and 
wrangle children and you're still going to deal with everything else. And now let's stick a global pandemic on the top. Why? Because God is saying, we're not doing it how we used to. Some new stuff coming. God's going to do amazing things among you. That's what we're going to start to think and believe. You know, so many times I've been sitting on my couch uh, at 6.15 in the morning, looking out my window at a funny tree that's across the road that kind of makes a silhouette on the sky. And God says to me, you have hope. And one of my favorite definitions of hope is the confident expectation that God is up to something good. And that's come to me so many times in the last six months. Actually, I'm up to something good here. Just this little, this being able to see, oh, okay, wow, that's cool. Like, in my life, God's, God's actually preparing something great for me. For tomorrow, the Lord will do amazing things among you. It's coming. It's happening. It started today and tomorrow and next week, next month. God's doing amazing things among you, through you, to you, in you, to others, through them, in us, through us, to the world. Like it's happening. It's all around us. We're going to start meeting more together next week. And you're going to be like, oh, I can feel the momentum. This is so good. You know, and you're going to start being jealous about the people who booked their tickets early. Get your tickets early. We're being transformed. God's moving from wanderers to warriors. I love that, Pastor Nate. That was so good a few weeks ago. There's this identity shift happening from couch potato Christians to laying hold of the promises and taking hold of the, of the promised land. They had to go and possess the land. God didn't say to them, here it is, guys. I prepared it for you. God said, come in here. This is yours. You're going to fight and you're going to win because I've already preordained it. Right? We got purpose. Jesus gives us purpose. Seek the king. Advance the kingdom. Bring lost people to Christ. Plant them in the house. Watch the Holy Spirit set them on fire. The, 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 the mission is still the same. The goal is still the same. God is moving. So, let God deal with your fear in the pause. Embrace the new thing that he's doing. Trust him. Move out. What do you need to move out from? What's not helpful in your mind or the culture of your home right now? What things do you need to move out from? And then you and I, we have to start expecting great things again. Expect great things. And you know what? It it really all just comes down to the same thing that Jesus said to his disciples when he was calling them. He just said, follow me. He said, he said, follow me. And maybe today you're, you're watching this online or you're listening on our podcast and you're not following him. You might have in the past, or maybe this is all new for you and you're like, what is going on right now? But somehow there's some butterflies going on in my, in my heart, in my stomach. And I just want you to know that God loves you and he wants to have a relationship with you. 
so much so that all of the sin that's in our lives, the, the, the wrong that we have done, Jesus came to earth to pay for that for you because God wants relationship with you again or for the first time. Back to John 3.16, I just love this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not die but have eternal life. And if you would like to pray a prayer right now, maybe just close your eyes where you are. And if you want to pray this prayer, accepting God's offer of forgiveness and starting a new relationship or coming back into a relationship with him right now, pray this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I need you in my life. And I come to you and I ask you for your forgiveness. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I believe that you are the Son of God. Come and be my Savior, my Lord, and my friend. Fill me with your Spirit and help me to walk every day of my life with you. In Jesus' name, amen.